would be more of a deterrent, would have more power. Iran is in the midst of a very complex political process internally. Uh, they've got elections coming up in uh, late February, uh, both for their modulus, their <coughs> parliament, and for uh, what is called uh, the Council of Experts that, in fact, will decide the successor to the current supreme leader. Uh, so they've got a lot at stake. Uh, there are hardliners of hardliners in Iran. Uh, we tend to think of Iran as a monolithic country, but they have real politics. None of them are particularly reformist in our terminology, uh, but uh, there are more reformists than the hardliners, even if there are hardliners of hardliners. You could see that in the tone from the Ayatollah versus the tone from President Rouhani. A absolutely. And President Rouhani has a lot at stake in this parliamentary election. He's about to implement the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, uh, which means that Iran will ship out its stockpile of enriched uranium. Uh, Iran will take centrifuges offline. Uh, it will allow the International Atomic Energy Agency to really monitor and verify what's going on, make sure their program is a peaceful and exclusively peaceful program and that they will never have a nuclear weapon. And he thinks then he'll get sanctions relief, which will carry him uh, through this February 26th election so that the less hardlined faction of the hardliners uh, will uh, give sway in uh, Tehran. Uh, but the politics are very difficult. The only slight slivers of hope here out of this incredibly intense situation, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes talk going on. I think people do want to de-escalate the situation. We'll have to look at the GCC meeting, the Gulf Cooperating Council, which will meet on Saturday, and see whether, in fact, they take a step back or further accelerate the problems here. Uh, but at the end of this month, uh, Stefan Di Mistura wants to bring everybody together to try to make peace in Syria, and that's looking pretty tough at the moment. Okay, I, I want to get the Sunni Shia understanding, but first from from Bali. But but first, David, uh, you had a piece in the Times today said U.S. finds itself in a bind, moved by the Saudis' train a relationship. The Obama administration on Monday confronted the fundamental contradiction in its increasingly tense relationship with Saudi Arabia. Explain. Well, Charlie. Um the dynamic you've just heard from Phil and Wendy is played out at a time when the Saudis are quite concerned that the nuclear deal uh, between the U.S., European partners, Russia and China and Iran, means that there's some kind of fundamental reassessment. They understand that many in the administration think that over the long term, Iran might well be a more natural ally with the United States than uh, Saudi Arabia uh, and uh, the other members of the Gulf Council. The administration's gone to great lengths to try to convince the Saudis that isn't the case. President Obama had uh, the Saudis and the other Arab uh, nations to um, Camp David uh, back in the fall. There's a big uh, arms sale and uh, a relationship to help them build up their defenses. But fundamentally, you have seen during the Obama administration, I think, a, a separation of the U.S.-Saudi uh, relationship. Partly that's because with the United States pumping out as much oil as it does, there is not the kind of dependency uh, on the oil front, the economic front, that there was. Uh, but there is a big uh, dependency on the diplomatic front. And uh, uh, Secretary Kerry knows that uh, getting the deal together in Syria, both parts of it, the ceasefire and the, the broader political arrangement, 
it's a very long shot, as, as Phil said before, depends on having the Saudis and the Iranians at the table, both of them working in roughly the same direction. And I think the Saudis, who've never believed that this was going to happen uh, together, basically were sending a very large message to the U.S. that said, if you're not going to crack down on Iranian uh, expansionism in the region, we will. And I think that was a lot of what was behind the execution of the Shia cleric. Mm. Bali, explain to us, the, what is the, the basic split between Shia and Sunni? I mean, we know well, how they line up in terms of Iran being Shia and, and Saudi Arabia and, and Jordan and others being essentially uh, Sunni and Iraq being Shia. Well, there's the, there are two different interpretations of Islam, and, and the, the roots of it goes back long term in, in history. But uh, in a region that cares about...